Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here in Rudy Max's world where it's all travel all the time. Hey, when I say travel, I mean it in the broadest sense of the word. This hour, I'll share some of this week's news and travel, a couple deals of the week, and I've got some very interesting interviews coming up. You may recall that early last year, the Obama administration opened the door to Cuba a bit wider by allowing people-to-people visits by Americans. But then without notice, late this spring, that door closed again. Tom Popper is president of a tour company called Insight Cuba. He had to lay off 22 of his employees, of his 23 employees. And he joins me today to try to explain what's going on. In just a moment, our tech expert, Jason Harris, is offer his views on how helpful the new iPhone 5 might be for travelers. And then as the air turns cool in some parts of the country and uh, Halloween is just over the horizon, houses of horror and other ghouly things are coming into focus. Today we're going to talk about zombies in particular. The co-creator of a traveling event called Run for Your Lives will explain why people love to be chased by zombies. And one of the people we can credit with igniting that zombie craze joins me. He's Max Brooks, author of the Zombie Survival Guide that was published six years ago. He offers his explanation of the popularity of the undead. How popular are they? Well, a major movie based on Max's most recent book, World War Z, will be released, released next summer starring Brad Pitt. Um, call him on the 503-587 number, uh, uh, Jeff. You'll get him. Let's start with some uh, travel news before we join by Jason Harris, I hope. Uh, Peru's president this week announced a plan to build a $460 million airport near Cusco, the jumping-off point for most visitors to Machu Picchu. There already is a small airport there, but it only takes daylight flights. This proposal is not necessarily getting a standing ovation, as there are concerns over the growing number of tourists to that famous destination. Adding a larger, more modern airport to the equation will certainly boost the numbers of visitors. The World Heritage Site is currently limited to 25 visitors a day. But the Peruvian president promised the new airport would deliver even more tourists and generate more jobs, though he did give a nod toward respecting ancient culture. The tablet revolution is caught up with laptops, at least among flyers. A survey by FlightView found that 30% of travelers now use tablets like the iPad, while 38% use laptops. Among frequent travelers, tablets have a higher percentage of users, almost 43%. And the average price of a hotel room in North America rose 5% in the first half of this year, according to the latest edition of an industry study. Room rates are still cheaper than they were in 06, and their peak in 07. Across the globe, the average room rate went up by 4%. The prices were taken from hotel prices quoted by Hotels.com, and this is the first time in five years that Hotels.com has seen an across-the-globe increase. Now... Is that a leading economic indicator? I don't know, given that things are so uh, rough in Europe. Um, We're going to be joined in a moment, I hope, by Jason Harris. We're having a little trouble getting him on the line, but we'll work on that. Um, Let's see. What else can I tell you about? I had some other uh, items here that I didn't have time to put into the news. Um, Let's see. Let's see. U.S. Airways. Listen to this. U.S. Airways is trying a new way to raise some incremental revenue by selling premium meals to coach passengers on international flights. So you can sit and coach, but eat a slightly better meal than the guy next to you. It'll cost you an extra 20 bucks, well, $19.99. 
but the offerings and presentation uh, are a cut above what those around you will be getting as their main meal, so you can be the envy of the people next to you. We're going, how did he get that? There's both a meat as well as a vegetarian selection. Now, here's the catch. you got to order what U.S. Airways calls the Dine Fresh Meal at least 24 hours before your flight. So if you're flying U.S. Airways and want to upgrade at least what's uh, being brought to you in those plates on the, during lunch or dinner, call U.S. Airways 24 hours before and ask for their Dine Fresh Meal and be prepared to pay an extra 20 bucks. And do you love those mini bottles of alcohol? Well, gone are the days when you could ask for a drink in first class and the flight attendant would hand you two little bottles of vodka, scotch, or whatever made your day. Often passengers slip both bottles in their pocket to take home. Today, most flight attendants just open the bottle when you drink and pour it. But you're not the only one who likes those little bottles, it turns out. 18 employees at New York's JFK Airport were arrested this week and charged with stealing 100,000 of those bottles from LSG Sky Chefs, the food service company that serves American Airlines. The thieves were allegedly 15 Sky Chef truck drivers and three airport security guards, two of whom were charged with accepting bribes. The drivers were charged with, get this, stealing more than $750,000 worth of booze, plus some duty-free products such as perfume and cartons of cigarettes, those bad boys are looking at between 7 to 15 years in prison. All right, we got Jason Harris on the line. Jason, we uh, we got a little shorter time than we had planned, so let's run down quickly why the iPhone 5 might be helpful to travelers compared to the older models. Okay, the new iPhone, just for so people know what it looks like, it's a, it's a taller body, so it has a 4-inch screen. Um, it's got a much better camera, Rudy, so this year... Uh, they've really focused on making the camera better. It's got a higher aperture, which means it's going to let in more light, and those nighttime photos are going to look better. And travelers will also love that you can take panorama photos real easily right now with uh, with the iPhone. That you used to have to have special software for it, but now it's built into the camera the camera app. Um, and I think the biggest thing that people will notice is the new Maps application. Uh, Apple went away from Google; they're not using Google Maps anymore. Uh, What's nice is that they have a 3D view, so you can actually kind of look down on the city. And also it has turn-by-turn directions. So if you need to get from point A to point B in London and you're not familiar with the city, it will help you get there. Uh, it'll t- you know, tell you what street to take a right on and which street to take a left on, which is pretty nice. We don't have to go deeply into it, but there have been some complaints already about the map versus the Apple map versus the Google map, but I presume that will work out in time. Yes, it'll, it needs some work, and they're, they're working hard on it, I'm sure. Okay, what else has it got? Uh, the new, there's a new uh, program on it called Passport. It's built into the, built into the, the newest version of the software for, for the iPhone. It's going to allow you to collect all your digital coupons, tickets, and loyalty cards right in one place. So uh, right now, American, Delta, and United have announced support for it, and uh, also Starwood Hotel. So basically, all those confirmation emails and all, all that stuff that you, you have to collect when you, when you travel and make reservations right. will all be available in one little app. So you, you can just scan your boarding pass, and when you get to the hotel, they can scan it and and get, get, you can get on your way really, really quickly. Okay. Anything else? Uh, FaceTime calls are now going to be, be allowed over the cellular network. So you, when, you, when you did FaceTime calls, which are those video calls, kind of like Skype calls, mm-hmm. um, you used to have to find a Wi-Fi hotspot. But now you can do that right, um, right, over, right over the cellular connection, so you won't have to worry about being, being, on, uh, being oh, on, cool. on Wi-Fi. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, and then um, the the going back to the camera, video now is going to be uh, the sound is going to be uh, better because they have three noise canceling uh, microphones on it, so you'll get less background noise and more noise of or more 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 audio from the pe- people you're actually trying to capture. Okay, great. All right, and, well, uh, go ahead. Uh, got it, one it, more it, thing. We got about 15 seconds left. I just want to say that it went on sale yesterday, and it starts at 199, and it's available at Verizon, Sprint, and AT&T stores.
Great, you got it in. Jason Harris is a regular guest on the show. You can read his blog at TechCraver, C-R-A-V-E-R, TechCraver.com. If you're interested in uh, all the latest electronic uh, gadgets, gizmos, and useful things, uh, Jason's your guy. You should go to and take a look at TechCraver.com. Jason, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. We'll check in with you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. We're going to talk about uh, the change that sort of happened quietly. I didn't know about this until just this week. But apparently in May, the U.S. government sort of got really stingy. In fact, stopped issuing permissions for people other than family members or educational folks going to Cuba. We'll learn all about it. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Going on vacation? We like to think we'll never have an emergency away from home, but the truth is, accidents happen. Take Susan and her husband David. They were strolling in Munich when Susan stumbled on a cobblestone, fell, and broke her ankle. Susan needed surgery and wanted to be treated by her doctors at home. Luckily, Susan and David had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International, so they didn't need to worry. OnCall helped them with everything. Don't you want an emergency resource, too? Visit OnCallInternational.com today, or for more info, visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's ironic. Sometimes technology makes life more complicated. Take your TV, for example. How many remote control devices does it take to change a channel? Geico, on the other hand, makes technology work for you. Your laptop, smartphone, tablet. No matter what device you have, no matter where you are, you're never more than a click or call away from Geico. It really is as simple as that. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. And this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company, a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard protects, excuse me, provides products and services to protect millions of travelers around the globe. They help leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. 
Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a couple celebrates its, their retirement with a trip to Italy. And upon learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending of the story and earn a chance to win a Kindle by visiting TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Americans visiting Cuba has always been a running hot and cold sort of prospect, but uh, it started running sort of warmly about, no, early in 2011 when the Obama administration loosened restrictions on travel to Cuba, um, saying that folks who have family or a scholarly or professional tie to Cuba can go. And they also had something called people-to-people -people licenses that were available for groups who wanted to focus on educational exchange activities. One of the tour companies that took advantage of that is called Insight Cuba, and Tom Popper is the president of Insight Cuba. And he joins me to talk about something that, well, almost, de I guess it has decimated his business for the moment. Suddenly the rules have changed, and, and uh, Tom has had to lay off about 22, almost all of his employees. Tom, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Rudy, great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. So now what happened? We still have the Obama administration. I mean, it's not that another administration came in and changed things. What happened to this new, slightly more open-door policy? Well, it's a great question. Um, back in January of tw uh, January 28th of 2011, the Obama administration reinstated people-to-people -people travel to Cuba, which allowed for virtually any American to travel with a licensed organization uh, to to go to Cuba, to interact with the people, to have meaningful exchanges. Um, those licenses were subsequently granted um, beginning in May and June of 2011. Uh, we received our license in June and, and ran about 150 programs during the year and sent uh, almost 3,000 Americans to Cuba. Um, being that it's an annual license, uh, of course, we need to reapply. Um, and in a normal environment, you know, you would apply a couple of months before um, and hope to receive it. And there was uh, apparently a slowdown at the Office of Foreign Assets Control for various reasons, and licenses were not renewed on time. And inside Cuba, as well as a number of other organizations, licenses were expired. And, and once that happens, um, we're not allowed to provide the, the trips to Cuba. I presume you had pre-sold some trips, presuming you were going to have your license renewed. That's correct. That's correct. We had anticipated uh, at least a similar uh, amount of American travelers to Cuba beyond June and, and certainly into 2013. So you called somebody and said, what's going on? We certainly did. Um, us and uh, a lot of our registered travelers called their Congress people and, and asked the questions, and we were simply told there was an administrative slowdown that uh, OFAC would be processing applications as quickly as they can, and um, many of us, are, or most of us, are, are still waiting to hear. There must be a backstory to this. Uh, it would be interesting to know. I mean, for, for 50 years, um, politics between Cuba and the United States has been extraordinarily volatile. Um, you know, the people-to-people -people license opportunity, which began originally under President Clinton, uh, in 2000 and subsequently ran for three years was an extraordinary opportunity for Americans to interact with, with Cubans in such a meaningful way. Uh, that was ended in 2004 uh, under the Bush administration, reinstated by President Obama. So uh, we do understand when, when you're you know engaged in this type of travel that it is volatile. 
but uh, you know, it was our hope certainly that we'd continue on through the 2012 season and hopefully beyond 2013. Um, so I always advise people to take advantage of this incredible opportunity while they still can. My guest is the president of Insight Cuba, a tour operator who until recently was successfully running uh, organized tours to uh, Cuba. His name is Tom Popper, and suddenly he can't get a permit or can't get the licenses to do that. Now, it's no secret that there have been Cuban-Americans, particularly in the Miami community, who have been against uh, opening the doors to visiting Cuba. And in fact, uh, Senator Marco Rubio, the Florida Republican, um, complained about these people-to-people trips, saying that, oh, well, we heard they were going to places where they were dancing and and they were meeting with Cuban cultural officials, which he called, which he said, quote, borders on indoctrination, unquote. But then he rescinded his, uh, uh, and, and he threatened to block a, a nomination by the, the president for, to a dipl- for a diplomat as opposed to somebody in Latin America. But then he rescinded that that opposition and seemed to have backed off. Um, there seems to, I mean, I'm an old Washington Post reporter, and this certainly looks like it was some kind of political pressure to slow down the granting of licenses. That that's certainly uh, a reasonable interpretation. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, th- there's a large community of Cuban Americans who are opposed to any engagement with Cuba. Um, our organization in Say Cuba is is a division of Cross Cultural Solutions, which is a non international nonprofit humanitarian organization. We send international volunteers all over the world. And while this isn't a volunteer uh, program per se, uh, it does give Americans incredible and unique access to people in places average tourists rarely sees, whether we visit an association for a blind, an orphanage, meet with jazz musicians uh, at their homes or, or in their local communities. Um, so the, the criticism, you know, I felt was unfounded. I, you know, we, we, as well as our programs, see other uh, operators running their programs, and all of them are incredibly meaningful and, and accomplish the goals that were set forth, which is to allow... Cubans and Americans to, of all walks of life to engage and, and interact, and they share their life stories, and we get to share our life stories, and you know, in a way we're, we're introducing capitalism, and they're very interested in our way of life. And so on that level, it's, it's extraordinarily successful. As far as indoctrination, you know, I can certainly tell you that uh, our <laughs> travelers are well-educated enough to not be swayed about uh, their political leanings. You ha- haven't had any clients who have not gone on the return flight home to the States? Uh, none that I am aware <laughs> of. Um, let me ask you, so, so in your opinion, we only have a couple of minutes left, but in your opinion, there's, there certainly was a cultural and uh, educational experience, which suggests that you have planned activities when you get there. You don't just fly people there, they put them in a hotel and say, hey, go have a ball and look at the old cars in Havana. Absolutely. I mean, we have a, we have a team, or had a team, and we hope to bring them back very short, uh, soon. Um, we have numerous contacts in Cuba, whether they're musicians and artists, um, and we, we customize literally each departure to have incredible interactions with these people. And it, and it meshes so well with our philosophy on travel and mine personally the, 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 when you ask somebody about a destination they visit you say how was it and they, they say it was beautiful it's usually the first thing they say the second thing they do is talk about the people and so, so our whole philosophy on, on this type of travel is, is to provide them that access to the people that they normally wouldn't be able to interact with so it's incredibly wonderful on that account 
All right, so where are we at right now? Are you still agitating? Are you, are you calling people? I mean, are, your, are other folks in the same business? Is, is, the, is the struggle still continuing, or has everybody just given up? Uh, I don't think anybody's given up. Um, it's our understanding that uh, we did hear about three licenses. While it's only three, it's, it's great news um, that were issued uh, just two weeks ago, and it's our anticipation that uh, more will be coming, including ours. Um, hopefully within the next two weeks. So there has been some movement uh, on the matter, and uh, we're just very we're, well. We're excited to uh, receive our license. Well, I'll monitor it with you um, over the next couple of weeks. I'll check in with you, Tom, by email uh, now and then, if you don't mind. And uh, if you, as soon as you get your license, let me know, and we'll talk about it on the radio and let folks know that uh, Insight Cuba is back open for business and folks can visit. That's great. And, and people can check our website at insightcuba.com. Uh, we'll post uh, updates on there as well. We have an extraordinarily active Facebook page, and people can get additional information there. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me today, and uh, I wish you luck with getting your license because I think uh, the more people see people from other countries, the better, whether it's Cuba or Burma or Myanmar or anywhere else in the world for that matter. Couldn't agree more. All right. Nice talking to you. Thanks a lot, Rudy. Take care. Tom Popper is the president of Insight Cuba, a tour operator that's trying to get his license back to do people-to-people -people, uh, trips to Cuba. I hope he succeeds in that. Boy, we have smart listeners. I mentioned during the news about the Swiss tourist who muttered an obscenity about the uh, president of Zambia, and I said that was Mugabe, Robert Mugabe. In fact, he is the president of Zimbabwe. Uh, although I wouldn't say anything against him if I was in Zimbabwe either, but the president of Zambia is Michael Sata, or Sata. Um... I, I am duly corrected, and I appreciate our very smart listener who called in and let me let me know that. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought them to the Trevi Fountain and told them the legend. With your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one, and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Geico says, let's make life simpler. Look, I'm all for modern conveniences. But ask yourself, do you really need a blender with 23 buttons just to chop an onion? At GEICO, we think life should be simpler. So we make it super simple to save on car insurance. Just one click and you could be on your way to saving hundreds. Come on, people. Life doesn't have to be that complicated. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Segments brought to you by our good folks at On Call International because we all know sometimes something unexpected happens while traveling and when it does, if it, when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International who provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like social unrest and more. 
From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at On Call International or log on to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. It's something that's sort of moving around the country. It's called Run for Your Lives, and it's a zombie-infested 5K obstacle course race. You know, just another one of those. Derek Smith is the co-creator of this, and he joins me. Derek, welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Thank you for having me. All right, now, wh- 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 how did this happen? What were you doing? You were sitting around, you had too much to drink, and thought, let's have a zombie obstacle course race. Uh, a little something like that. Um, my good friend Ryan Hogan, he, he called me up out of the blue, and he said, hey, do you want to uh, do you want to throw something local, something like a Warrior Dash? It's an obstacle race. And um, I said, sure. Uh, we bounced around some names, came up with the name Run for Your Lives, and then we said, well, what are people going to run from? And the obvious answer seemed like zombies. Now, I notice uh, it's, uh, you, you're moving around the country, around the continent, Pennsylvania, Toronto, Maryland, Texas, Florida, and Southern California, um, uh, the 20th and 21st of October. Mm-hmm. But I'm at your website, which is runforyourlives.com, and there's some pretty scary pictures in here. People are, like, splashing through, it looks like, seas of bl- or oceans of blood and crawling through mud with zombies after them and people with blood on their face. What is the goal here? The, the, I guess the overall goal when we start talking about zombies, you know, we, we want people to be able to uh, to live a fantasy. And it seems like recently uh, zombies have been all the craze. And uh, our overall goal is to at least give you a split second of feeling that maybe this is real. Maybe you are in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. And are you trying not to get caught or touched by zombies? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, all of our runners, they, uh, they start the race with a flag, a flag belt, um, kind of like flag football. They have three flags. And uh, their goal is to get through the obstacles, get past the zombies, and try to cross the finish line with at least one flag intact. And I, I gather from looking at your website that the zombies are people, are local folks who, who sign up to be the zombies, right? Yeah, we, uh, we have a limited, uh, a limited number of zombie spots, and people <laughs> register just like they're registering to be participants. And uh, in about a month or so, we sold out of all of our zombie spots for the entire 2012 year. So there's a lot of people out there that want to be zombies. And don't they sort of stagger and sort of stutter along? I mean, how could, how, it shouldn't be hard to avoid getting uh, caught by a zombie. You know, it's, uh, it, you know, we get that question a lot. And I think, you know, you have different schools of, of thought or different theory on zombies. Are, are they the reanimated dead and they're slow and they're decaying? Or is it the virus style where... You have fast zombies who are actually have increased speed, um, oh. kind of like 28 days later. We kind of we kind of have our own little story about zombies, and, and we pretty much say expect the unexpected. It could be fast. It could be slow. It's uh, definitely going to be a challenge either way. Now, this is, hap- this is happening in South Temecula, which is about 90 minutes south of L.A. and about an hour north of San Diego. But I notice on the website that uh, already – running on Saturday, there's no room for anybody else. I mean, normally that would cost $77, but that's full. But on Sunday, am I reading this correctly? Anybody can show up? No, no. Well, we, what we did was we sold out on uh, we sold out spots for Saturday. We actually have uh, a little bit over 10,000 runners slated to go on Saturday. 10,000? 10,000? 10,000 runners on Saturday, and that uh, we still have about two months left of registration, so we said, hey, there's enough people on Saturday seems like there's enough interest let's open up sunday so um we're projected right now to have about twenty thousand runners for the weekend we, we uh yeah we really are but uh how many zombies if you have that many runners 
Well, we have uh, we have ships of zombies. So zombies actually are going to be on the course for multiple waves of people, um, and we don't give out the number. Actually, oh, we, we want okay. people to be surprised. Okay, and people have to come expecting to get sort of messy in this. I, it looks like from the video or the photos on the website. Most definitely, yeah. It's um, you know, it's it, it's you take your standard obstacle course race. You have your your you have your mud. You have your water crossings. You know, you're going to get dirty. Um, and then we throw zombies on top of it just to make it just a little more difficult. And you welcome spectators. On Sunday, it's $20, available only at the door on race day, which would be the 21st of October. Uh, on Saturday, it's 32 bucks if you – well, I know it's actually $42 at the entrance on race day. Now, are you sold out for spectator space on Saturday? No, no. We still have plenty of spectator room available. It's a, uh, we do a lot to, to make sure the – we have some great obstacles, and of course, everybody wants to see those runners go through a big pocket of zombies. So, uh, overall, it's, it's a great people watching experience. I'll tell you that much. There's some, uh, some crazy folks and crazy costumes out there. Now, there's other stuff going on as well, right? Yeah, we, you know, we um, we do what we call our apocalypse party, um, and we have live music all day, uh, food, uh, maybe a beer or two, um, and uh, different zombie activities. You know, just kind of celebrate the hypothetical end of the world yeah and there's a lot of bands as well right local bands from the area we're looking about 12 to 15 bands um on saturday and probably about seven or eight on sunday playing all day so there you go you've got on the west coast you've got uh uh the run for your lives.com race and on the east coast we just talked to uh before that uh, in the first hour about the um What's the, it's called the zombie mud run. Take your choice. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. When we're together, things just work. My pipes rumble and my engine screams like an eagle. A happy eagle. I'm one of those angry eagles. You know? Yeah, you know. Geico could help you save on your motorcycle insurance, and that should make you and your bike very happy. I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. 
because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have On Call International. On the line is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with On Call International so important? Rudy, On Call International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home, and we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. All right, I thought in light of this uh, 5K obstacle course in which you're being chased by zombies coming to Southern California, it might be wise to talk to the man who was into zombies long before zombies were cool. In fact, he really helped start this uh, madness. Back in 2003, his bestseller, uh, well, let me just introduce him. Max Brooks, welcome to the show. Everybody knows who you are, it seems. What was the name of your first book? Rudy, my first book was called The Zombie Survival Guide. And then you wrote a novel three years later in 06. It's be, being made by Brad Pitt into a movie that will be out next summer called um, World War Z, correct? Well, if you're Canadian, it's World War Z, so I like to be <laughs> ecumenical. <laughs> so you have really, and I know you travel around the country talking to groups about zombies. I mean, you are the zombie expert. And I, I, what do you think of this 5K obstacle course? Is this something that uh, a real zombie lover uh, would find authentic? You know, I, th- I think it all depends. Uh, uh, personally, I'm I'm all for zombies in any way, shape, or form, uh, and as long as they don't dance like in Thriller, I think that that's fine. Well, one of the things that I asked the uh, co- uh, Derek Smith, the co-founder of this this obstacle course, about was I thought zombies sort of staggered and stuttered, so it wouldn't be hard to outrun them. But he says some do, but then there's another school of thought that others don't. Yes, there's the fast-running zombies. That's sort of Zombie 2.0, uh, which, you know, I can understand why people like that. You know, kids today, they like things to be a little faster. But my attitude is don't run for your life. Just power walk. Do low impact because you because? don't want to you mess up your joints. <laughs> yeah, but if the zombie catches you. Well, then you sprint for a moment. But then, you know, pace yourself. Okay, now, and what do zombies do exactly? I'm sorry, I, I, you know so much more about this, and we've been friends for years, but I still don't understand what a zombie does when it catches you or why it wants to catch you. It eats you. <laughs> it's that simple? It's that simple. There's really, it, this is not an Aaron Sorkin TV show. 
There's right. no complex political motives. They're just trying to eat you. Now, did you think when your first book came out in '03 uh, that this would be still you'd still be talking about zombies in 2012? No, not at all. I literally started doing my anti-zombie lectures out of sheer panic to try and sell books. And why do you think Americans or the world, for that matter, are so is so fa are so fascinated by the undead? You know, I think they are a great way to explore our apocalyptic anxieties. You know, I think we're living in very uncertain times, a lot of crazy stuff happening. But I think if you actually think about this stuff, if you think about plagues and wars and terrorism and natural disasters, good luck sleeping at night. So you read a zombie book or you see a zombie movie, and it's all the same stuff you would find in a plague, but it's zombies. And so that makes it safe. Is this sort of an adult version of a kid reading, uh, you know, a, a Richard Scarry book or... Um, so that they transfer their fear from what's under their bed or in their closet to this fictional story that somebody else wrote that really can't happen? I think, I think that's very true. I mean, I think, it, you know, all monsters are some metaphor for uh, something else. You know, Dracula was not really about a vampire. It was about, God forbid, sexuality in the Victorian era. Oh. You know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it wasn't really Mr. Hyde. It was, oh, my God, what happens when an English gentleman goes crazy? Oh. Uh, so I think zombies are a way for us seeing, well, what would really happen in a natural disaster? But as long as it's zombies, it's fictional. And is there some kind of race to the finish line between zombies and vampires? Uh, there is for me, in that <laughs> uh, zombies are scary and make for an awesome story, and vampires are kind of uh, sparkling fops. Really? So you you'd sort of disdain vampires? I do, I do. I see them as a species of Paris Hiltonites that I have nothing to do with. How do you kill a zombie? You take out the brain. You just hit him in the head or shoot him in the head, and just that's all you need to do. Now, you know, I know you studied this and you lecture this, so I know I'm being very superficial here, but how, if you're close enough to do that, don't they already have you? Well, you wouldn't do it, say, in a group. I mean, you certainly wouldn't go charging into a group of zombies waving a battle axe. You would do what the military calls escape and evade. But say, if there was one zombie, and you thought you had a good chance, and you had a shovel or an axe, you'd go for it. So one-on-one, so -on -one, you can win. Oh, yeah. One-on-one, -on -one, you're stronger, and you're smarter, and you're, well, you're always smarter. But yeah, one-on-one, -on -one, you have the advantage. Uh, it's when they're in, in a mob. That's when you've got to be careful. Uh, I see. I see. Now, me, last question. Um, how, does, how are zombies created? Uh, well, in, in my mythos, I go to the George Romero, Night of the Living Dead, viral zombie. So for me, it's a plague. It's not voodoo or anything like that. And uh, you can read more about uh, Max Brooks at maxbrooks.com. Check him out. He's uh, a funny guy. We'll be right back in just a moment with some deals. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
Welcome back. It's about 52 minutes after the hour. Well, unless you've been under a rock the last couple of weeks uh, and don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about Gangnam Style, it's uh, a Korean singer named Psy, that's short for Psycho, who uh, has a website, excuse me, a website, a video on YouTube that I'm looking at right now as of Saturday morning has about 241 million views for his song Gangnam Style. Gangnam takes its name from a neighborhood in Korea. We, you listen, you probably already heard a little of this. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Okay, so this the video which uh, features Psy doing these horsey-like dances and and a lot of uh, attractive Korean women behind him, and it, it's uh, it, it, it's really I mean talking this is makes viral almost meaningless. This uh, quadruples the meaning of viral. As I said, it was shot in uh, a very fancy neighborhood in 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 Seoul called Gangnam in South Korea. Uh, there are already Gangnam tours of the neighborhood. Um, you probably saw him. On, you may have seen him on the Today Show recently on Ellen. He was on Saturday Night Live just last Saturday night. And uh, according to the Korea Tourism Organization, a lot of people are, are wanting to visit that district, and tour operators are already developing tours around it. It's about a 15-square-mile neighborhood. It's in the capital's financial center. Um, it's got a sort of Rodeo Drive, Park Avenue kind of conspicuous, sumption, uh, conspicuous consumption vibe to it. Seven percent of the nation's GDP is concentrated in, in that area, the Gangnam neighborhood, according to the Korea uh, Tourism uh, Office. Uh, who suggests you start with a relaxing spa treatment, followed by lunch in a good restaurant, then to the mall for shopping. And uh, there's also a casino there for foreigners only. By the way, the USA is, uh, America is the third largest inbound market for South America. About 650,000 of us visited last year. Uh, if you'd like to prepare for your trip to Korea, you're certainly welcome to pick up my Korea video. Um, uh, we did a half-hour show for PBS. Uh, just write me at rudy at rudymaxa.com. I'll give you details on how to get it. Meanwhile, I have a lovely Gangnam style weekend. Okay, a couple deals of the week. You know, people ask me where I get these deals from all the time. Oh, there's a cash register sin in indicating that we're going to do deals of the week. Uh, well, I get a lot of uh, information from various tourism bureaus, resorts, cruise lines, airlines, and so on, because they email them to me every week, asking me to put them in deals of the week. I look at JoeSentMe.com. He's very good at finding airfare deals. Um, I go to TravelZoo.com. The trouble with TravelZoo is that uh, some of the deals are sold out by the time I get on the air on the weekend, but they certainly have some good ones. Here are a couple from TravelZoo today. 60% um, off peak season rates at the five-star breakers in Palm Beach. Now, this is a, a very fancy resort in Palm Beach, Florida. This offer is good for travel through December. Um, there are various rates depending on when you're traveling, but if you go to TravelZoo.com and click on Top 20 uh, Deals, You'll find it, for example, rates can go as low as $219 a night um, uh, this week between the 23rd and the 26th. Uh, more commonly, $259, $279. But that is huge. That is huge. A huge deal for uh, uh, the breakers. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a very swanky, swanky place. A beautiful, beautiful architecture uh, from the glory days of 
of Palm Beach. A much simpler hotel in Napa is offered at $109 a night, including a wine tasting. The hotel purports that if you can get it for $109, it's a 40% off deal. Uh, the 109 is good from November 11th to December 6th, but now through November 1st and the uh, the 8th, it's 152 In October, it'll cost you 160 You'll get two wine tasting passes, an upgrade to a room with a refrigerator and microwave, a daily hot breakfast, parking, and wireless internet. Now, this is the uh, Quality Inn Napa Winery Inn. It's a five-minute drive from downtown Napa. It's a very simple place. It's certainly not a, <clears throat> excuse me, a breakers kind of resort. But in Napa, you don't spend a lot of time in your hotel room anyway, do you? You're probably out there tasting wine and, and traveling around. And in New York, um, this is a third deal also from Travel Zoo. Uh, the Lexington Hotel is on sale for the fall and winter. They're promising 40% off current rates. Now, when we say 40% off, it's usually the rack rate, which not a lot of people pay, but uh, it's a significant deal nonetheless, beginning with uh, some 119 fares between November 18th and 19th and December, and uh, it'll go all the way up to 269 on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in October. But anyway... Check it out. Check it out. These good are, these good deals are good during the peak fall season in New York. So it's a, a good deal. Again, go to TravelZoo.com uh, and click on Top 20 Deals, and you'll see these deals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, United Airlines, uh, by the way, just celebrated perfect attendance for 11 of its employees. United Airlines does a nice thing for employees who have perfect attendance. They give them a car every year. Now it's a drawing. Thousands of employees are generally eligible and then United randomly selected 11 winners. And uh, this year, winners could choose between a Ford Explorer, a Ford Escape, a Ford Mustang, or a Ford Focus. So your choices are Fords. And the company, this is nice, pays all expenses associated with the vehicle, including sales tax, title, and license. So nice, nice deal from um, United. If you uh, show up at work every day at United, you might be drawn and get your free car. Coming to the end of the hour. Went fast today. Went fast today. Join me here in Rudy Max's World next weekend again. Same time, same station. Well, I want to thank all our stations for carrying Rudy Max's World and you, our listeners, for listening, which is why your radio stations carry us. I also want to thank uh, Jeff Ryder, my engineer, and Anna Schofield, my executive producer, without whom none of this would be possible. I'm Rudy Maxa. Have a lovely early fall weekend. I'll see you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.